Hey people, it's Chad from All. This is the Dummy Room. What's up, guys? Dummy Room Punk Rock Podcast number 178. Thanks for tuning in to what looks like maybe, possibly, uh, another terrific episode, mostly because of my guest, uh, Jim Shomo from Dark Thoughts. Sweet. I recorded with Jim uh, a couple weeks ago. Now, I just haven't had any time to uh, to put this thing together, but uh, this is it. Hopefully, it turns out well. Uh, but first up, got to mention a few things. Uh, new album from Dropped Out. They hail from uh, Austin, Texas, and they have been quietly becoming one of the best bands around. If you haven't checked them out yet, this new record is the perfect start. Definitely have a, uh, and maybe it's because I know they're from Austin, but uh, they have a Capitalist Kids kind of sound, and uh, like, a, like a no politics Cap Kids, which is, which is killer. This is, uh, this is a great record. Anyways, here's the, uh, the opening track. It's called I'm Still Alive. Too many unanswered questions that will remain that way forever I can let them continue to write good Try to let it go Album's called Get Lost. I totally dig it. They even uh, they even managed to pull off a Teen Idols cover, which is rad. Anyways, it's on uh, a Titus Media. I think it's going to be one of those kind of records that people talk about for a while. So go check it out. Um, and I got to give a huge thanks to uh, Bo Basement from Bad Secret Rag Picker Merch, The Suck. Um, he won the Zoonoids test pressing of the new album. To uh, it benefited uh, T1 Festival, which was this past weekend, which. 
Uh, I wasn't there, of course, because I'm lame, but from what I hear and what I saw, I missed out. It looked like a good time. Bo not only won, but he overpaid, which is unbelievable. Uh, I can't thank him enough. He is definitely top shelf. All right, let's get to this week's guest. Uh, Jim Shomo from Dark Thoughts. Been trying to get him on, and of course, finally got him on. And then I didn't have time to edit for a couple of weeks, whatever. But uh, here we go. You only get one. You don't get another. We've been spending so much time. Spending your staring at each other. And I tried writing my name across the wall. It never lasted too long. Till I tried it for myself. And goodbye, surprise, came along. And I don't know why. A-T-S-I-D-A-T. Jim Shomo from Dark Thoughts. What's up, Jim? Hey, how's it going? I like that you turn on your podcast voice. That's cool. Ah. It's like a different. <laughs> Is it really? <laughs> you said it sounds really good. I like it. Dude, I get, re- I get really serious, I guess. No. <laughs> yeah. I can tell you're a consummate professional. That's oh, awesome. I'm, I'm as, uh, as am I. I'm semi-professional. So, um, we're going to get along great. <laughs> so, dude, uh, you are long, long overdue for being here. I'm a, I'm a big fan. Um, Super awesome to meet you, finally, I guess. And uh, I've been wanting to ask you on forever, but I think my problem with you is that I've always been slightly nervous. and uh, Because I usually have like this safety net with my guests. And what I mean by that is, uh, like, I get these, these people on, and we have this similar interest of, like, 90s-style lookout records, screeching weasel. We have this interest. And uh, so I can always fall back on that common ground. But with you, I... I don't think I don't think that's really like I don't think that's where you're coming from. I, I think you're uh, oh okay. You like hardcore and you that. like. I was like what? Yeah, I mean, yeah, I think like, I mean, obviously, like, as far as uh, I don't know, I guess like coming from like where I came from, um, like I got into punk. I had like a I had like a cool cousin who uh, was basically like what like I was. I'm terrible at math. <laughs> I was like four years old Whoa. in 93. <laughs> and uh, I had a cousin who was a teenager uh, who was really into Green Day, like right when Dookie came out. All right. So at at four, <laughs> I, he was my cool cousin. So I learned like every, I knew every word to every song on Dookie, like first word or not like i just that my parents just let me go so i knew i knew the whole record front to back <laughs> and then that was like my introduction introduction to punk basically and that through that like i mean um, in a weird twisted kind of way i ended up like green day was the only band and then i learned and then i learned about the ramones and then the ramones just became the only band like for years yeah um 
And that was like mostly just most of like middle school and high school. And then it kind of like, it sort of like drifted away a little bit where I kind of like started to come out on my own. And I was like a teenager and I kind of got, I got into like street punk and I got into like, um, just like more hardcore and just like, just kind of like, you know, awkward feeling your stuff out and like spiking my hair and like being a punk and like going, <laughs> starting to go to shows. Yeah. And I feel like it took until I was like 19 or 20 to where I kind of like revisited like I had a cassette player and I was just playing I was like in, in college at the time and I was just playing Ramones Mania like over and over again. Yeah. And I was just like, damn, like there was this I remember this kind of epiphany where I was like, fuck, this really is my favorite band. <laughs> like I know every single word and I know all these records like it didn't matter like any point in time. So that the Ramones have always kind of been my like just number one. Like it's kinda of like even no matter what I'm into, like that's the thing I always go back to. Um but I also like I did have that moment of like I love like pop punk and stuff, but I but I just had like a different like experience with it because it's funny like Amy and Daniel from Dark Thoughts both kind of had like their screeching weasel moment, um, and still do to this day. Like, but like I kind of like mine was always weird. Like I just did it weird. Like I didn't like screeching weasel as much as I was like I saw the Riverdales when I was a teenager and they were amazing. And I was like blown away. It was like Riverdale's and manges at the first Unitarian church. Okay. And it just like blew my fucking mind. And I was like, who are they're all wearing leather jackets and they all <laughs> like, they literally, I was like, that's what I want to do. Like that looks exactly like what I want to be, you know? <laughs> cool. And then and it was awesome. Um, but it was just kind of like more of like a, not as direct as like other people, I guess with, with that type of stuff, but I always liked it. Um, and I, and I still like, I mean, like look at records and like that kind of stuff, like nineties pop punk and stuff I, I was into, but it was just like, I kind of went a different direction. And then I, I also just like, I, I, there's like two, what's that like internet? There are two wolves or whatever, like in your brain, there are in your mind, there are two inside you, there are two wolves or whatever. But there was like the pop punk thing that I did really enjoy. And then us hardcore. Um, and like hardcore in general, just like fast eighties hardcore really is like the thing that like was what got me like going and like where I was like, I'm fucking in, like, I'm going (laughs) to, I'm going to jam all this shit. And then it's just like, from that, it was like collecting records and like doing all those things. And then over time, like, I don't know, I'm kind of rambling now, but like, I feel like over time, like, like dark thoughts has kind of been like a melding of those things for the three of us, where it's like, we all love like uh finish hardcore and fucking like japanese like death side and like gauze and bastard and like just like any random shit that you can throw on or whatever like that's like noisy and fucking fast and like we love that shit but also it's like the only band that we can like the three of us will sit and be like yo like we'll put like fucking like Lillington's uh, death by television on in the van and nice. like jam it hard, you know, like that's a, like, that's like our, or like um, methadone's like not economically viable, like that yeah, record yeah. too. It's like another van like favorite. That's just like, that like truly is like to the three of us. Sometimes it feels like where we're like, this is fucking perfect. Like this record is perfect, you know? And so that's like a weird, we're weird like that way. Like we, we're, you know, we're not always it's kind of bounces back and forth it's like it'll be like that and the must and then like uh fucking um like the dutch agent orange or like um decroitzen or something like in the van that's like what we're because we we also we just come from 
hardcore band, so we like playing fast. So that's just kind of like the thing is we're just like, all right, if we're gonna do this like Ramones thing, it should be like Ramones live in like eighty fucking four or whatever <laughs> when they can't be stopped. You know, when every song yeah. is too fast. So that's like that's like what we're into, I guess. If yeah. that if that kind of makes any sense for to answer your question from yeah, fucking yeah. rambling. But. Yeah, no, no, it makes sense, dude. Yeah. Um, when I was in high school, like I had friends that were, you know, we were all into the same kind of punk rock, you know. And then, um, you know, after high school, they all kind of got into hardcore, and I just, I just, I just loved what I loved, and I just continued to love Screeching Weasel and Lillingtons and all that stuff, and I just never grew yeah. out of it. So like almost thirty years now, and <laughs> I'm just like still just in love with all this music. But the thing about Dark Thoughts is, uh, like, I love that shit, but. Dark Thoughts was like so different, you know. Like I love pop punk, and I love even even the more predictable and even generic kind of sounding stuff. As long as there's melody, I love it. But Dark Thoughts came out, it was like a fucking train, man. It was like this is a Ramones core band, Ramones band, whatever you call it. But there was something so different to it yet, you know. Like you could tell it wasn't just three nerds that loved pop punk. There was more to it than that. We're, I, I appreciate that. Like that actually means a lot because I think we we think about it a lot too. I feel like we're like careful about like saying the word like Ramones core or whatever because yeah, it yeah. does like it gives a different connotation, right? As like someone who listens to a lot of those bands like yourself, like it just it just kind of I feel like that's kind of why we like kind of strayed away from specifically saying that. And like it is like I think it is different. Like we're doing a different thing. For but sure. coming from like the same place, you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it and it is cool because we could like, that's what's fun for us is that like we can do, we could go and play with like any of those bands. So, like we can go play with like, Illinger Four, or, like Nightbirds, or like uh, I don't know. We played some shows with Mean Jeans, stuff like that. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. just straight up pop punk shows. And then we can also go play with like Public Acid or like. Uh, <laughs> Or like impale, or like impalers. We played impalers like last week or whatever. It's like we can play with like, and, we're, and all those people are our friends, and it's the same, and it goes over the same because yeah, yeah. the energy's there. It's weird. So it's like we can we can kind of like we kind of like facilitate, like we kind of like move in different realms with that type of stuff where we don't really have to do all the same things, which is cool for us. Like yeah, we're yeah. excited about it. There's a yeah. there's another band that I don't know if you know who they are, but they're from Wisconsin. They're called uh, Tenement. And oh yeah, love tenement. Th- yeah. Somehow they were always able to like cross over into like this hardcore world and the pop punk world, and they seemed to have fans everywhere. And they were still just a really, they were just like a pop punk band, like total Descendants worship. But they still, you could tell like there was more to it than you know just pop punk nerdism. You know what I mean? Like, but they oh, were yeah, they absolutely. were hardcore guys too. So Eric, the drummer from that band, is like a total like fucking record collector, like yeah. insane hardcore yeah, yeah. dude. And Jesse and, and Amos too. And like Amos <laughs> is just like a fucking incredible, like like Jeff Lynn top tier like songwriter. Like he really insane. Is. You know, yeah, like yeah. I don't know if you've heard Dusk or anything, but yeah, he yeah, does I that have. like kind of country thing where he's just he's just like on a different level of songwriting. And that that dude, that period of like Napalm Dream and Blind Wink when they were like really dialed in yeah. was like just like fucking incredible. And they they did a similar thing where like those dudes, when Napalm Dream came out, I mean, they did a tour with like Coke Bust and DOC, and <laughs> yeah, and it and it worked perfect. Like it's it was awesome. Like all the shows were insane, and like they just wanted to do. They could do both of those things. That was like a big. I feel like I love that Napalm Dream record a lot, Absolutely. and that definitely, you know, maybe not consciously like sound wise, but like 
like definitely is like an inspiration of like being able to like write melodic music but still like fit into the like to play the shows you want to play because you want to play with fast bands so they like tenement would like open they did like on that napalm dream tour i think their opening intro was like they would just do like in school by decroison without without vocals they would just play the whole song and then they and then they would just kick into like the fucking first track on napalm dream yeah yeah it was awesome like it was really fucking cool um yeah i love that band um super sweet people and like we we i don't think that we ever specifically played with them but i've like played with them in other bands or like seen i've seen them forever like they're so good they like my friend perry um who played in he played in i'm trying to think like more pop he was in this band called dry feet and then he was also in a band called Lighten Up and like a more of like a hard rock band called Hound. Yeah, yeah. Um, he does a lot of artwork and it's very foul, but he's really good friends with them. He was my like connection to them. Um, and he would book them like year, like at this point, like 12 years ago or something. Like, yeah, it's been a while. Before any of his records came out, and they were just this weird, scruffy band that like sounded so strange, but they were really cool. Um, but it was just like. Uh, but it was just like, what is this band? And I remember when when Napalm Dream came out, it was like, holy fuck! Like I couldn't believe <laughs> that it, that like people that I had met made this record, you know? Um, so that's I don't know. It's just yeah, there. That's like a really cool example that I feel like. I fucking love those guys. I remember I put out the first, first or second seven inch. I think I put out the second seven inch, but it came out first. If that makes sense. And right, uh, right. And then I put out a split, and then I did the CD for Napalm Dream. And I was just in love with that band. I just fucking loved them, and I was just always disappointed after Napalm Dream because I felt like I felt like they could have done that again, you know. Where I was, I was a little disappointed they didn't, but I thought it was cool they didn't at the same time. Yeah, I think it's cool that they like. Honestly, I think it, at the time, I remember being disappointed with Blind Wink, like when it came out, like right afterwards. And I feel like over like time has served them like a much cooler thing. To where they because to me that band was always just like Husker Du incarnate like in like 2010 <laughs> or whatever. yeah like yeah. it was just like this is what that felt like when when that was happening and it kind of was like they went in that like kind of experimental direction which was very like Husker Du of them and like um and it was like about songwriting and about like really like trying to challenge people whether or not they give a shit about whether it's good or whatever um which honestly to like do a record that's like absolutely phenomenal and then just kind of like fucking like torpedo yourself is like pretty fucking sick <laughs> you know like yeah, yeah. but only but only with like but only with like 10 years of uh experience but also i have friends that are like that like they'll they'll swear they're like blind wink and everything after is better than napalm dream and i'm like you're insane but uh <laughs> yeah totally, but, like, I, totally I have agree friends that. that are like yeah um yeah wait did you do you didn't do the the split the coolo split Cause didn't Cowabunga do that? Or yeah, no? Cowabunga did that. No, I did. Uh, right. I did the Ice Pick Rest Seven in peace, Inch. Nick, by the way. Um, Ice Pick Seven Inch, and the Used Kids. Oh, okay. The split with uh, Used Kids. Oh, with, like, the Used Kids split. So they on that tour. That was when they played my house because it was Tenement Used Kids. Cool. cool. Um, yeah, it was like 2009, I think. Yeah, yeah. somewhere in I think there. So. Yeah, time is time has passed me yeah. by, but uh, yeah, dude, I yeah, totally. Those were the seven inches, and then I did the CD versions of Napalm Dream and Blind Wink. And Word, cool. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. I, dude, I'm, I'm super, I'm super happy you know them. I was, I, I wasn't even sure if you would know who they were because I've always kind of compared them to you because it always, 
It always had this vibe, like they were, you guys don't sound really anything alike, but I always felt like there was more to it than just some pop punk guys in these bands. Like there's, whatever they're doing is, it's coming from, it's coming from somewhere else, you know? I think it's very, I mean, I think it is like not musically, obviously, but I think very similarly, like we just came from similar like circles of just like all those dudes were just like into not like, I don't mean to say like when I feel like when I'm like saying like hardcore or whatever, like there's like this connotation that I'm talking about, like, like two stepping, like, uh, like dudes with like gym shorts on or whatever. And we're, I, I, I guess what, what I mean is more, what I mean is more is like current punk, like just like active current hardcore yeah, yeah. punk that's like happening that, um, is coming out now. And also like is, is in the vein of like understanding like where shit came from you know, 30 years ago or whatever. And so it's like record collecting and like being into like certain bands and stuff and like that type of thing, like the current circuit of those things, I guess is like where it comes from, which I think not obvious. Once again, like not a diss, but I think some of like the, like um, more like pop punk, like style, like uh, obviously I, I can't speak for everybody and I'm, I'm making a generalization here, but like, some of the stuff that of that of that ilk that I was talking about before, those kind of like more of like the bro-y kind of pop punk or whatever, yeah, yeah. <laughs> doesn't kind of misses the mark with a lot of that stuff. Where this it's like, it's uh, again, I'm I'm like I'm like treading my words to like try not to be mean, but I I feel like it's like good, there's dude. just like an irrelevancy there to where it's like there's so much shit going on, you know, mm-hmm. like there's just so much that's like not just this, you know, yeah, um, yeah. yeah, and I think that's what like like we can play a certain style but still like actively be a part of what's happening um like right now which i think is important you know and it's like yeah yeah because as as i said like it's like i was talking about amy and daniel and i like we book punk shows like all the time i mean i have like i'm working a show tomorrow and then like i i'm like sitting in front of me i'm like putting records together for like a different band and like <laughs> um you know it's just we're we're doing the thing like we it's it's like our it is our life. It is what we do. You know, it's like we've yeah. kind of chosen that this is the thing that we do. And it's cool, dude. You know, for better or worse. Sometimes sometimes it's a royal pain in the ass, but um, also it's like I can't see myself doing anything else. So, Yeah, dude, I, I hear you, man. I, I've been doing label stuff for, for years and years. I keep coming back to it. I just can't, I can't, for some, you know, I'm an idiot. I can't stay away from it, you know? And uh, now with the right. podcast and stuff, it's like I'm always... I'm always around this stuff. So, um, so tell me how you guys got together. How, how, you know, the origins of Dark Thoughts and how you guys met and that kind of stuff. Right. Um, well, I guess we. Um, it kind of makes sense. I I did this solo project for a long time that was called The Holidays. That was like was pretty like pop punk leaning, and then kind of leaned more into like more of like I guess like garagey hardcore. Um, but it was just me. It was I I played guitar and sang, and then I had bass and drums recorded onto a tape player. And I would play that over a PA and I played a lot. Like I would tour, um, and do different stuff. And, um, in that time period, Amy and I had been friends or like, we were like in different circles. Um, but we would like see each other more often at shows. And, um, we just started like talking more. And at one point we were, we were like, I think we were talking about like the Ramones or something, or, or we were just like, we should start a band that sounds like this. We're both into this like a lot. Um, so we traded her and I traded a, uh, like a, we both, I made like a little five song tape 
and Amy traded me like a playlist and we both sent each other stuff that like we were interested in and mine was like I think mine was like stiff little fingers uh maybe Carbona's uh probably like one Ramon song um maybe ex maybe exploding hearts something like that cool cool um and hers was like the muffs and um trying to remember what else was on there uh actually she sent me this really this is actually like a real deep cut she sent me this song with this band the amoebas that are like a midwest band um don't do you know, know this band i don't think so they have no. this one record and i don't even know if they're just like a weird like bar punk band or something but they have this record that came out like in like 2008 that's like phenomenal and they're from grand rapids that's where they're from um and there's this there's this song um man it's like this slow song that's on it that's like phenomenal it's such a good song um but anyway we like kind of like we just sent these like references or whatever and then i kind of had like i started kind of working on some stuff and i i think i had like the demo uh songs written around that time like maybe like maybe like the four songs on the demo plus two if 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 i think that and then um amy was friends with daniel and daniel's originally from orlando okay. and uh he was moving here like that week or something this was like december 2013 or maybe like november and i think like he moved and then like within less than a month of him being here we like introduced and he was like yeah i play drums i'd love to do it's like i played in pop punk bands he played in this band called larf before i don't know if you know that band no, or not. i don't know them. that was like pretty pretty straightforward pop punk band you'd probably be into them i think um he played with them in, in florida and then uh he was just like he was free and available so we met up uh and went to a practice space and then we just did like the first four or five songs uh and he started playing and we immediately knew we were like oh yeah this is perfect like this is exactly <laughs> like he and i he and i it was just like this is exactly what it should be like the beat was perfect like we just clicked and that was like one of the first times we hung out and i remember we like took the train home and we like we literally like planned out like we were like yeah we got these five songs we're like we'll write like we're gonna write like eight more songs and then we'll have an lp we'll get someone to put the lp out like we were like planning it out like that day like that day and then like the next week we had like a full band practice that was like the three of us um and then we started like playing shows probably like a month like i think our first practice was like december 2013 and then our first show might have been like a month later and then that's pretty much it we've just been like going like we just like there was a time period too in philadelphia where like around that time when there was a lot of current bands that like uh just like a core group of like maybe 30 or 40 people that like were all starting bands um so this band like blank spell and um there's a band called the stasi uh latex um trying to think new crime it was like all of our all of our very close friends all started bands right at the same time we all had access cool. to like the same tape machine and we all like just like recorded in the same place and it all came out like in like the same year like we just like not like just kind of like went um and uh it was this cool thing we kind of got swept up in that so we had a demo really fast and then i think like we went on tour like like a couple months later or something and like that was like our first tour was like 2014 like maybe spring maybe spring okay. 2014 something like that um 
and uh or maybe a little bit maybe it might have been a little bit after that i guess but that's like that's basically how we got together so cool cool i actually look to yeah. uh larf i have the i have the seven inch that go and goose oh, seven sick, inch yeah. on a uh, swamp cabbage so yes that is the one um, yeah yeah andrew andrew's a super nice guy and uh i don't know i i i thought we we had at one point almost released a couple of things split releases but we never did but um oh shit yeah, yeah. I just kind of forgot I had it, but once I saw the cover, I'm like, oh yeah, I got that record. I haven't listened to it yeah, for a yeah. while, but that's yeah, cool. That's, it, basically, I was like, this dude probably has the record. You probably heard of him, yeah. guy's a hell of a drummer <laughs> like he's phenomenal yeah. so I've, I've never seen you guys live just you know on youtube and shit he, yeah i mean in that large on that large seven inch he's like he's like 16 or something 16 or 17 um he just like dropped out of school and like played drums and that's all he does wow he's i love him to death i mean i love amy and amy and daniel and i are kind of just like a little family so it's like cool. we annoy the hell out of each other but we're <laughs> you know it's yeah. like a brother sister relationship like we all like are just very closely bonded we all awesome. like we run a venue together and we work together and stuff we actually have been talking about like shit <laughs> we've been recently talking about how like all right we need to figure out like ways to like spend a little less time with each other because we're all in each other's shit <laughs> all the time we gotta like need a little space like we were like practicing in the same place where we work and we were just oh, like wow. we gotta fucking we need to like slow down a little bit <laughs> like <laughs> it's been a funny thing yeah so you yeah. guys just got off the road too right like yeah we a just, couple days we ago? just got home like 
a couple days ago. I think on Sunday we got home, like late Sunday night. Yeah, how'd that uh, go? Yeah, it was great. Um, uh, we toured with that band, uh, Generation Suicida, mm-hmm. who are like phenomenal, just like an untouchable band. It's like kind of insane watching them play. So, and we hit it off really well with them. Um, so it's been, I like already kind of missed them, you know, it was like one of those tours, but, um, yeah, we, we kind of had some, like, uh, we had some bumps with like, um, we were working with, uh, like a booking agent. Um, uh, it was our friend Brian and, um, it's kind of a long story, but we like mutually agreed that we probably shouldn't be dealing with a booking agent and just should be doing stuff ourselves. Um, so that was kind of like a hiccup that we had to deal with, but the tour ended up fine for the most part. It was pretty good. There's some cool. bumps and like weird stuff. I don't really want to get into, but, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, but yeah. like tour was good. We get, you know, we're all home. We're all safe. We, you know, it's, it's weird to like, I think that's the first like full, like 10 days that I've done since the pandemic. So it was kind of like, Oh yeah. It's weird. Yeah. It's like, it's, it's like touring's like, it's like the same and also like really different. Um, you know, it's just kind of like strange um going to different cities that like most of the stuff seems like it would be the same and then it's just stuff's like changed just like a little bit you know it's very <laughs> it's very odd but yeah but, i keep i keep know. seeing tours getting canceled you know bands kind of like just splitting early just because somebody gets sick and it's like fuck dude how do you how do you you know if you gotta drive all these hundreds and hundreds of miles and just one way to just to get sick just to turn around the totally yeah, sucks it's wild yeah we i mean you know like obviously like like knocking on wood we just kind of like we just went and did the thing and we were like okay like you know nobody got sick and we just got lucky and that's just like all right that's luck of the draw like we you know we made it home um and uh and yeah it was it was yeah it's it's like definitely interesting it's weird seeing because it's also like so different in every different place that you go to so it's like really hard to keep up with like what that particular space is doing or like how to you know like it's like is it masked on is it masked off are they doing vax are they doing tests like what's going on you know <laughs> yeah, it's like yeah. it's confused it's like even here like i work in a music venue as my like day job and like uh, in philadelphia they like they like took the mask mandate down and then they like they were it was like news where they, they were going to reinstate the mask mandate and it was all this news and all this stuff all this like week uh, leading up to it we like printed all this flyers and like put everything back up and then like 72 hours went by or something or like after like two days they were like oh we're taking it back actually the mass mandates you, you don't have to do it anymore and it was like just completely backwards you know so it's been really confusing like yeah yeah working in places and stuff like that oh for sure for sure but, but you guys yeah. seem like uh i mean i don't know you guys but you seem like you'd be smart about it you know i don't think you guys are a big party band or anything so i think that you know, but, after the I mean, show, people go get loaded and shit, and then they just sort of let their guard down a lot. So then, you know, they might contract. Yeah, we, I mean, and, you know what I mean. I won't, I won't, I won't go on record and say that we're a tame band because we're de- <laughs> we're definitely not. But but we uh, we're not like in those regards. We're not yeah, we're, like yeah. we're not stupid. You know. So we um, thankfully, I mean, you know, we're just we're all just lucky and things are okay. We just kept an eye on it and. It's just like one of those it's one of those things i think with touring where it's just like you're damned if you do and you're damned if you don't you know so you just like yeah. you have to try and then if you get sick you get sick if you don't you know then you're good you know it's like um so that's we just thankfully didn't get sick so yeah i hate talking about the pandemic you know i'm so tired of it but for a guy like you who works in a venue and is in a band and playing shows and and stuff it must have sucked totally 
You know, I mean, what were, yeah, you, what were you doing like the whole time? I mean, it's sort of like it's got to be just depressing as hell. Yeah, it was it was pretty bad, um, especially early on. Um, I mean, like, it's kind of funny, like I didn't have like really any like social media before the pandemic. And like within a few months of like, uh, like really like going into it i was like i'm fucking going insane i haven't talked to anybody <laughs> or any yeah, friends. Yeah. that's what i would do you know i just like go visit people that was like how i got to see all my friends and keep up and stuff and it was just like there's only so much you can do after a while and um i i also i um i taught myself how to tattoo so cool. i like like within like i think like by like may of 2020 or something i started I bought a tattoo machine and I just like started like uh, trying to learn and like drawing flash and stuff. And now I do, I've been taking a break the last couple months because of mainly because of touring and um, just like show running stuff has been really, really busy. Yeah. Um, but I'm, uh, I have like a private studio and I do tattoos like, and it's like one of my side jobs basically. So I just like kind of like turned all. I was getting all the like unemployment money. So once that came in, I was just kind of like at a certain point where I was like, I'm fucking bored and depressed and I need something that I can just like do every day for for like a really long time. And I was like, oh, this is perfect. Like and then it just kind of like it snowballed. And now I just kind of do that. Um, and it's really fun. I love it. Like, hmm. it's really cool. Um, I've been like missing it super hard the last couple months because because uh, I've just been like actively like just not I just I would kind of do it like. It was really easy during the pandemic because I had nothing but time. But then um, now that I have like I have a day job and then I also run I help run and books goes at this venue that Amy this bar that Amy runs. Um, and then uh, so like between those two and touring and playing shows with other bands like I just like don't I don't have days off. And, you, yeah, you know, yeah. so I, I haven't had them. So I just like I can't even like. It's like, you know, I, I had to schedule this today at like nine because I'm like, oh, I got to do this, this and this like all day. And it's just like, um, but but I'm excited. I, I really like doing that. Um, so that's that's like kind of mainly what I did. And I just like I just like hunkered down for a while. And I actually have been working on a new Dark Thoughts record for a while nice. that I started during the pandemic. So we're hopefully going to record like maybe we keep saying like, hopefully this summer hopefully soon or whatever but it, it's also kind of weird because records are taking so long so <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's kind of like we could record something now as fast as we possibly can but who knows when it's going to come out you know so depending upon where it's where it's getting pressed and stuff so yeah. are you uh are you stupid bag is that you is that you guys it's your own label or no it's 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 not me it's actually um so we do you know the band swearing um no no they're like they're like a, um, they're on, what's the super chunk label? Merge. Merge. Uh, yeah, yeah. I think we're, yeah, they're on Merge. Um, they're kind of like an indie indie punk band. Um, and uh, I'm trying to think like Swearin and also uh, Radiator Hospital. It's like another band, but um, yeah, the drummer of both yeah. those bands, uh, Jeff Bolt, who actually he used to be from Grand Rapids. Um, he li he moved to Philadelphia and we all lived in the same house. Uh, so it was just kind of like, actually like talking about like that demo time period when we were like uh, writing music and like doing all that stuff and like just starting the band. We had like, we wrote like an LP's worth of music like pretty quick. 
and we had recorded it and then we had someone who initially was going to put it out who did the demo and then they backed out and then we had another friend who was going to do it and then they they got this like actually just saw them um i hadn't seen them since they moved but they 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 were like hey i got this teaching job in japan so i can't put your record out anymore because i'm moving <laughs> to japan which was oh. really cool actually they came to our show in chicago uh on the tour and seen them since they moved which was really cool uh and they're doing very well so it worked out but uh but uh so then kind of at that point jeff was putting out stuff for for swearing and radiator hospital he did like the first Waxahachie. I think he did. They put out the Waxahachie demo or like our mm. early Waxahachie tape, and like just like our friends' bands, and we all lived together, and it just made sense. And cool. Um, Kyle, who's in Swearing, recorded the record, and at that point we we all lived together, so he was just like, "Oh, I'll do it. It's fine." So <laughs> he put out the first record, and then he's always just kind of been like basically like a sort of like a fifth member, where he's just like incredibly supportive. Um, He's put out every record. Um, we've kind of done all of them the same way. We just like kept it the same people so that it doesn't really like, we don't mess around too much with the formula or anything. So yeah, it's yeah. like, we do it the same way. We like go through this person. We, we like, uh, Jeff does a record. So he prints our shirts and stuff. And we can just like, we, we sell, he does other records, but I think we sell a lot via stupid bag. Like, I think he, we kind of also, it's like helpful for him and, um, and it works out so that and then it's cool because cool. we just have it's it's like it's one step removed from like basically doing it ourselves like he just he's good at destroying it and then otherwise we just get records from him and sell sell stuff on our own so awesome yeah dude it's taking a while yeah. to, to get shit pressed right now yeah it's, <laughs> i i'm i'm really surprised i actually did a seven inch for this like hardcore band that i'm in and uh i'm like i'm like putting them together now and i'm like I put it, I sent it in like October and I'm like astounded that it's like almost done. I'm like, I can't believe this, you know, like, wow. uh, but, and I think that's pretty good these days, which is like crazy that it's like, it's June, but like, yeah, yeah. I, dude, I got, I, I put a, I put in an order last January, January of 21 and mm -hmm. I got the records in February and I still don't have the jackets oh yet. There's been some artwork issues, but th th that's resolved. So I'm waiting on the jackets now. But it's going to be like 16 months. But um, oh my god! But then on the on the flip side of that, I just turned in um, uh, a record in I think it was February. We turned them in, and test pressings have been approved, and I should have them next month. So yeah, it's it's strange. been it's been like weird. Yeah, yeah. It's I think it's starting to get a little better. <laughs> and I, I heard there's like rumors that a couple more plants are opening too that are going to take like yep, smaller. Yep. They're not going to take like major label stuff, which is going to be helpful, I think. But yeah, um, we'll see. You know, I hope so. I yeah. hope you're right. Yeah. Um. Somebody in Minneapolis is opening one, so that's close to me. So I'm kind of like, I'm eager to I'm eager to check that one out. You know, because maybe I'll just be able to drive up there and pick up my records instead of having to pay that freight. You know. <laughs> you know how right, that is, absolutely. So, yeah yeah that's kind of like what i with these i did like a smaller a smaller pressing company that had pretty decent rates for seven inches it was in like athens georgia and then their shipping was actually pretty good they like it wasn't too expensive but i only did like 300 but it wasn't like i'm gonna make my money back which is like i'm like okay cool like this is <laughs> it like was reasonable and i'm like oh and i'm gonna make the money back it'll be all right like i'm like okay this isn't too bad so yeah, as long uh, as you come close, it's you know for me that's close enough. <laughs> so yeah, that's kind of where I'm at too. I'm like, it's gonna be close. That'll be fine. <laughs> All 
All right, dude. So earlier on in the uh, in the show, a couple years ago, we did like a little uh, album review of um, "Must Be Nice." We did like a track. Oh, really? We did a track by track, dude. It's just us, just basically every song. This this song's rad. <laughs> Can I look it up? I'm kind of curious now. I want to hear it. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'll tell you. I would love when to we're hear like roasted like track by track. That'd be oh, really dude, funny. It's it's far from that, but it's. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's yeah, whatever. But this hey, guitar I t- solo sucks. <laughs> what was he thinking? No, I think I think the only criticism there would be is like, um, nah, I don't even think it would have been. There's no criticism. Maybe maybe we would have said it's just as good as at work, you know? Which I think we didn't do at work. I think we both preferred maybe must be must be nice, but it had just come out. You know what I mean? It was only out oh, for like right. a few okay, months, yeah. and it was like, I'm tired of at work. This is the new album. This thing fucking slays. And we're gonna talk about this one, so. But I thought tonight, let's let. Can we talk about at work a little bit, dude? I love that record. Oh sure. Just yeah. do a track by track. I okay. want to know what some of this I is wrote, about, dude. <laughs> I wrote it. I love it. Awesome, <laughs> dude. What? So so let's start with the cover, dude. The leave home, you know, rip off. Oh right. What what's so? I mean, pretty obvious. Oh, I have I guess. it in front of me. Wait, I'm looking at the. I can look at the <laughs> tracks because I ha- I'm in my office, so I have like. I have like a beat copy that's like sitting here. All well, right. the cover is so all the covers are Ramones uh, like inspired. So like the first record is the first Ramones record. It's just black and white, but like super done. And then the at work we did we went like a little more specific. So we did the Leave Home cover because then it's the second record. And so the Rocket third record must be. And then yeah, it must be nice. We did Rocket to Russia, so it's the pink and black, Fucking and we a, just kind of did noticed. full bleed. Yeah, so then like the next one's the next one's gonna be yellow and black. Nice. And I'm I'm still actually kind of working on it because that one's kind of it's kind of hard to I've been having a hard time trying to figure it out, but but that's like the scheme. So we've done that every single time. So like the the single for um uh must be nice the Do You Dream seven inch yeah yeah is like <laughs> the color scheme's not right because it's not the same record, but it's like ripped from like that uh the don't come close single okay um so like i don't know if you've ever seen that or not yeah, but yeah, it's like yeah. it just it just it just says like i think it just says like the sire logo underneath and it just says like don't come close like really mm-hmm. really like big text so we're just like oh yeah we'll just make it say like do you dream but like in burning font um so that's like all you know it's just it's just like blatant plagiarism you know dude that's but, cool i've uh, never i've i've looked at these album covers and i've never you know the only thing that screams ramones is is at work because of it looks like leave home but uh, yeah now that you say it that's that's pretty clever man colors yeah, schemes. yeah. i think at work's the most like on the nose for sure <laughs> like that's yeah, like yeah. i love yeah. it dude that's hilarious yeah. man i always liked it because there's 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 a lot of mystery behind it like when i see you know either the first record or must be nice i'm not yeah i don't know what kind of fucking band it is i don't know if it's hardcore i don't know if it's just a punk rock band if, yeah it doesn't scream anything so i dig it dude but yeah at work yeah. absolutely i remember the first time i put it on or heard it you know and it's like right away from the cover i know i'm gonna like this you know i should like right. this these guys are this is cool this is a leave at home kind of tribute thing or something you know we kind of do that too like we keep it in mind like when we're writing we i like try and like listen to the to the track listings like when we're like thinking about the artwork and stuff like that too and just like um like we've never done i don't think we've ever done like song lengths like uh like number of songs i think we've never done it 
correctly because I don't think we matched any of the other Ramones records. Um, but because we've only ever done like 12 songs per record, we just do like six and six. Um, but, uh, but like we do try and like, I'll like, I'll like listen to like right now, I'm kind of like in a, in a road to ruin moment because I'm like trying to like kind of soak some of that in while I'm like writing the new record and stuff like that <laughs> and like take it in, you know? There's cool little ideas that like pop up. There's like little like, oh, I never noticed this like little like synthesizer they threw in here or like this drum fill or whatever, you know? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So what's your favorite Ramones record while we're on the topic? Oh, Do man. you have one? Um, I don't, I, it's like, I, I think if I had to pick one, I've often like kind of thought about that. I think if I had to pick one, it would probably be Leave Home. Um, but it's like, they go in errors, right? So like yeah, lately yeah. I've been like listening to um, Adios Amigos and, and Mondo Bizarro like nonstop. Mm. Um, I love the later Ramones records. Um, I really think that like they don't get as much credit as they should because they're like, they weren't as pressed. They weren't, they're not pressed and they're not as readily available. And like, obviously like all of the first five records are like so well known. And so oh, yeah, yeah. like, just be loved. But, they're, but like, I think like those later records are really, really cool because like they had been a band for so long that like they just knew what to do when they went to the studio. And they're like, they're like probably the most like studio help that they had had at that point. So like, because they were like already an established band. So like the guitar sound on those records is fucking insane. It's like massive sounding <laughs> like, and it's like, it's, it's so hard. Like I like listen to like, even like, even if the song sounds like crazy, it's like the intro to, I don't want to grow up on that fucking guitar kicks in. is just like, it's so huge sounding. It's mm -hmm. just like, -na 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 -na. it's, it's awesome. I think it's just really cool. Um, and there's just like there's a lot of like I feel like um like a lot of the CJ songs too are are like kind of crucially underrated like and I feel like um there's like a cool like uh thing about like that there's like a whole different era of that band that happens like with the last like four records yeah, that right. is really right. cool and, and individual yeah. I think um that that like people like I think people kind of get to like too tough to die and then they just like, yeah. And then they got bad. And it's like, no, that's not true at all. Like there's <laughs> so many good songs that they wrote and they kind of like, they always wrote good songs consistently, no matter what, like there are songs that I'll like bring a tear to my fucking eye on like every single Ramones record, you know? So it's like, I think, I think it's, I think it's really cool. So I've just, I've, I've been really leaning into the later ones recently just cause, just cause, uh, I think they, the other, the record collector part of me about it too is that they're like harder to get, and I like oh, just yeah. recently got them. So I'm like, so I'm like, so I'm like, oh yeah, I'm gonna listen to this all the fucking time. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, but yeah, I, yeah. I think if I had to, if I had to like just have one, it would be Leave Home because I think that's the best. It's the most prime of them. It's one record, as, as it flows all the way together as one record, like all really, really well, and it's like. It's just such a good. It looks so cool. They look so. The cover's awesome. It is. Like the photos are great. You know, they just like, they're they're so sick. You know, it's just yeah, like, yeah. I'm a I'm a Road to Ruin guy, <laughs> dude. That's, that's I mean Road to Ruin's fantastic. Yeah. I feel like that's like a really cool like the studio assistance that they have with all the extra guitars and stuff on Road to Ruin is really amazing. Yep. Yeah. Um, I think as like a, to see them live, I feel like that era of like those two is like probably like the sickest like when you watch videos of them it's just like the most like when they're the most like kind of innocent and they haven't really like 
completely fucked up their lives yet, even though they're already like mental people, you know. But like, yeah, yeah. they're still like energetic and stuff, and it's just like, and it's just like so cool, you know. It's just like, oh my god, that's what I want to do. Yeah, but yeah, no, yeah. I've I've always been a road to ruin guy. I don't know why, just for some reason that was always my favorite, and just still is, man. Great songs. Yeah, production really stepped up. But yeah, dude, let's get into let's get into at work. Okay. Dude, first song, Gimme Soda. Gimme soda, give me something I can drink. Give me anything you have to do out and speak about anything else. I can be anywhere but hey, if I had sucks, everybody blow up. Not so sick of pretending that it's just the way it goes. I love it. I mean, I remember the first time I heard it. That guitar kicks in, and you, you, you talk about the Ramones guitar sound. Like you guys have, you have this great fucking guitar sound. Like it's unbelievable. That opening of "Gimme Soda," and then just you coming in with your voice. Your voice just—it's just—it sticks out. You know, it's so cool. You know, give me something, give me something I could drink, <laughs> and it's like yeah. holy shit, and it just kicks in, and I love it, dude. And before you even can think about what the hell is happening it's over <laughs> it's like these yeah. guys did it they, they they wrote this perfect song and they just fucking ended it no repeats you know no you know no third or fourth chorus or any of that shit <laughs> i love it yeah that song's that song's funny it's about uh i feel like people give us like this like kind of like bubblegum thing like <laughs> uh there was like someone who like like made a joke that was like new dark thoughts records coming out and it's like candy and cake like give me this thing or whatever and it's the, it's kind of funny because it's like um a lot of stuff on this record is like kind of dark and like uh it's like give me sodas about how um i because i don't drink i've like never drank okay um i've been sober my whole life and it's about like um handling like bar culture and like social anxiety and like having like something to like occupy my like time while also like dealing with like uh just like people i don't want to be around so it's like i would (laughs) just like like uh, like it's just like um it's like a trope kind of of just like i'll i'll like i'll get a coat i like always get a coke whenever we're wherever we are you know or something like that or most times i will you know so that's like kind of where it comes from it's just like well i need something to drink because i have to be here and like you know, exists in this I hear yeah. place I don't necessarily want to be. I'd rather be asleep, but <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I like yeah. Dr. Pepper. I'm a Dr. Pepper guy. So that's what I, I had a Dr. Pepper earlier today. Sweet. That's what I'm good. drinking now. So that's kind of like my, <laughs> uh, my record night ritual. You know, every time I record, I drink a Dr. Pepper. <laughs> nice. <laughs> so 23 flavors. You can't go wrong. Anything too. There's a song on the first record called anything. I think it's the, it's the last oh, yeah, record. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, it's the last song on the record. And uh, this is cool, actually, because Daniel wrote it um, or wrote a majority of it. Um, and he wrote like the uh, the like um, the kind of the the ooh part, like the ooh. Dude, that's like the, like pi- that. the Pixies part. That's what I call it. Yeah. 
so he he wrote that um and we we like he wrote the um in the in the end of the first record it's like ooh yeah yeah, yeah like yeah. that and then so this song is an extension of that song with like similar chords um and i think i rewrote some of the lyrics but it's like from his so we so we wrote it as like a sequel to that song it's um so it's like it, it's an extension of that um i i had hoped to maybe do an anything three but i think it might not be <laughs> right i think yeah. it's like a little force but yeah. yeah dude that the ooh part is it's it's kind of eerie you know it has just this really weird sound with the synth behind it and everything it's cool that is synth, oh, right? or what synth. is that i forgot about that yeah our friend Lyra did that. We asked her to like just kind of add some like texture to it, and she like got really into it. It's cool. It sounds like weird, like uh, like sea sea creatures or something. It's like it's pretty sick. because it, it kind of fits the cover like the cover art is like leave home obviously but it's but it's not it sort of has like this like 80 synth band kind of look too so i always thought that was cool how that you put synth on it second song it's like has this long ass introduction which i love you know because it's just different you know it's not the same old same old fucking love it dude yeah it's funny like as we get that's like our that's like their rest period in the set because it's kind of funny like when we play it live uh I have to like be on and like sing the whole time. So it's like we transition straight into it. And it's like, uh, that's like Amy and Daniel's like cheers song where they get to like have a drink. <laughs> so it's kind of funny. Cause I like, sometimes I'm like, do we really have to do this whole fucking intro? Like, it takes, but it works. I just like, I get, it's funny. Cause I'm, I'm working the whole time, you know? But, yeah. 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 I love yeah. your line in that song with the history. We could have been history. Now we're just history. Oh yeah. Yeah, dude. I was like, my, my, my Delco accent, like 
<laughs> I just fucking love that line because it's just like it makes you just kind of think, you know, like, oh, I, yeah. I get it, I get it. That's really clever, you know. You've got a lot of clever lyrics on this on this album, dude. <laughs> um, we're very we're very clever. We like to, you know, we like a good joke. Yeah, yeah. Psycho word. <laughs> That's about a job that I hated, actually. <laughs> uh, it actually is. It actually really is just about. Uh, like as corny as like at work or whatever. I think it might have been originally called at work, and then we changed it to uh, to cycle word. That was like kind of like that was another Daniel. Uh, like the I think the he kind of like picked it out where he was like, oh, we could like maybe get away with like doing this kind of like very on the nose, like Ramonzi, like psycho, like a psycho ward or whatever. Yeah, we yeah, we yeah. kind of laughed about it, and we we're like, no, that might actually work. And we started doing the chorus, and we we're like, oh, this is great. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, it's about a job that I was working at the time uh, before this record came out, and I fucking hated it so much. And then I eventually quit, <laughs> which was cool. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but it was like this. Uh, uh, this like record came out at the time when we were we were all kind of like working really like shit jobs and like and like just trying to like just like live, you know. And like yeah. it was kind of like a weird transition period. Uh, Amy and I had recently started dating, um, like a little bit before this record came out and we were just like navigating stuff and it's just like going through a weird a weird time um and uh yeah but that was yeah i forgot about i think about that job we had this we had those at work shirts i don't know if you ever saw them no, and it's no. like a, a drawing of like a dude laying on the desk and it's just like my interpretation of that job that i worked at <laughs> <laughs> yeah i always yeah. loved uh just how you can carry that psycho on the chorus you know one word chorus kind of thing like wow this is this yeah. sounds so good how can this be one fucking word but one know, word dude. sounds awesome um yeah i wish this this for yeah, the long thought about this song in a while dude, it, we it, don't it, play it, this one very often oh no i always thought it was my, it used to be i don't know my favorite i'm not gonna i don't want to say it's not my favorite but i love how you guys lifted the uh the she's the one line you know <laughs> that's that's what this song was it's uh it's a bunch of references to other stuff uh because there's a bunch of i forgot about this let me look at the like the the she's the one line is in there and then i say that to everyone or whatever um and then the who gives him gives him the eye let him hold me tight and save the last dance for somebody else is a dolly parton reference okay save the last dance like save the last dance for yeah. me and then uh the art school and Reading the graffiti about slash seat affairs is is uh, a jam reference. Okay. Uh, I think that's it. So there's like four different like that was like the idea was that we were gonna have this song that was like I kind of had this like little idea about it and I had I think I had the line that was like I wish I wish I didn't know what art was or whatever. Yeah. Um, and then uh, and then it just kind of sprung from there where it was all where I was like I'm just gonna throw a bunch of like random band references of like shit that I like in there. Like, just like, if we're going to put piece of one in there, we're just going to, I'm going to like <laughs> throw on all this stuff.
just remember hearing that for the first time and it's like it just it clicks like this this song is fucking great just because they could they could steal a line like that and get away with it yeah we love to steal stuff (laughs) Uh, i lots of stolen stuff in the new in the new record that i'm working on i love to like it's like a fun little game to like see how far you can go like to just like (laughs) let me just like blatantly take this like lyric but like turn it into something different and make it like because it's like something that i that i really where i'm like oh that line's really good like i i'm just gonna take it you know like like, but like you can just do it in a way that makes makes it cool you know i don't know there's a there's a fine line between tribute and theft you know right yeah (laughs) um I think Whitney? that line is called it's called a seats and desist. That's what it's called. <laughs> how about uh how about with you? The slow one. With you? Yeah, yeah. You know, it's like a song honestly, like it's just like it's a it's like a um just like a song I wrote for Amy, basically. It was just like Cool. Yeah, it's just a it's just a straight up love song. And then there's like a little bit of like a like a John Prine ref with like the take my legs and arms and hands and feet, like the like the um uh like please don't bury me or whatever you know that song yeah no i actually i don't i don't know it's like please don't bury me it's like down in the cold cold ground rather have them chop me up pass me all around it's like that and hands it's like take my legs and take my arms hands and feet and stuff like that so Hmm. uh but yeah it's just like a just a a love love song song. awesome just a love song dude it's good it's it like Perfect spot in the album for it, you know, kind of like breaks it up. Uh, yeah. w- watch you walk away. I think that that one is actually like a, uh, more of a, more of a breakup song or yeah. like a like a focus on like old past relationships songs, which is like funny because they're like right next to each other. I always um, like. I know you wrote the song, but I always looked at it or when I listen to it, I always think it's a song about, um, about like. It's a breakup song. You're watching her walk away or whatever, but at the same time, you're wishing you were walking away. <laughs> like, I wish yeah. I was. Yeah, that's how I always took it, which is kind of a. That's kind of what it, Yeah, it's kind of. It's like a self, a self-deprecating. Like, you know, if I were a garden, you could treat me like dirt. That kind of. Yeah, that yeah. kind of thing. You know, like, it's not. Yeah, it's not good. <laughs> like, no, no, not good. Like, no. Yeah. No, but I, I just looked at it always like, yeah, this is. A breakup song. It just sounds like this guy wishes he could have he could have done it first, you know, left before. Yeah, we've done it better. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I think so. All right, two coffees, dude. Two cups of coffee on the way to work. That's what Mama used to do. Never thought I would have grown up to be just like you. What a
I want to play this song more. We never, we don't play it as much anymore. That one's kind of about work, the same that work in that same job too. Okay. And it's also like a thing that my mom is like a, like a Wawa. Was we have Wawa here? It's like a Wawa. Um, it's like a convenience store, but it's like a very common convenience store. That's like okay. there's probably one like in the town I grew up in. There's like one probably like every mile in every direction. Um, hmm. And my mom is like a she would get two 24 ounce cups of coffee every morning and like um and like that was like one she let one get cold and then one she just like drink it like straight or whatever okay. and it's like black coffee um that's like my memory of like her going to work and stuff like that and it's just like about just some work stuff and there and then it's like a little bit of like a I think I was like listening to Oasis a lot when we were doing this record too. So there's like a little bit of the halftime like kind of song is like a, it's like an Oasis uh, little nod, you know, of me trying to do my best like Gallagher brother. But <laughs> yeah, I always thought that the 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 guitar in the beginning had a, I don't know, I don't know. I always kind of reminds me of like um, trying to get it in my head. I always, I don't know. I always get like a different vibe from it. Like maybe like uh the clash sometimes I think of and you know has like that kind of sound. I don't know what I think it there is. There was a lot of like um uh Elvis Costello too. I think it was like one of those like introductions of like 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 welcome to the working now that your pictures in the paper you do 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 like that. Like okay. just like Elvis Costello like chord changes where he's like where it's like every chord changes to like the the melody or whatever. I think that was like kind of what I was trying to like a stupid version of that. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah, I guess when on the verse, that's it, it does remind me of that now. But I just, just that guitar yeah. in the beginning just has a total clash tone or something. I love it, dude. Yeah, that's. Cool I mean, song. I love that too. Let's, yeah. So your mom would drink. She would get two coffees on the way to work. Two coffees on the way to work. Just like mom would used to do. She still does. Well, now she does this thing. It's kind of funny. <laughs> I've been trying to keep her to do it because she she's trying to save money. So I she bought a French press, and but she won't. Uh, boil the the water. She puts. She takes the glass, like the. I mean, it's made for heat, so it's okay. But she takes it out of the metal container and she fills it with water, and then she puts the water in the microwave, and <laughs> and she and she heats it up for like ten minutes, and then and then she gets ready, and then when it's done, she like takes a you know a, a oven mitt and puts it back in the thing, and then she makes a coffee. <laughs> and I bought her I bought her a water heater. I was like, you don't have to do this. And she was like, no, nah, I like doing it this way. <laughs> I don't drink coffee. And this is really weird, but I, I sort of have a fear of ordering coffee. Like, I've never actually bought coffee. Um, well, that's crazy. I've never been to, like, a Starbucks or anything like that. So um, I've been in one. I shouldn't say that. I have been to, like, a coffee shop and stuff, but the the menu and not knowing what to get is very overwhelming and sort of stressful for me so i just ignore it so i've never tried any oh, of that yeah. stuff actually um i've i've gone to the grocery store and like shopped for coffee like for my wife and we have like these huge coffee aisles and i get totally stressed out because i can never find anything like i don't know Whoa, that's crazy. The terminology so i don't know i mean i like i used to drink black coffee but I don't think you can just go in and buy that from like a Starbucks, can you? Yeah, you can. That's all I drink. <laughs> oh, so I could go into I like drink black coffee, like a mocha, or I don't know if you guys have those kind of places, those drive-up places, and I could get a black coffee if yeah, I wanted yeah, yeah. to. 
Yeah, you could. Yeah, I just yeah, I just get black coffee. Uh, that's like kind of all I ever drink is just oh. like black hot coffee. Okay. See, I, I've always been like kind of scared to do that. I'd be like, nobody does that. Like everyone gets a, I don't know, some weird latte something or whatever. See, I'm very dumb. Nah, you should <laughs> you should chase your bliss and just and just have a. I my like it's a weird thing. It's always kind of been around, but like my my family would like have black coffee with dinner, um, and we always had like a coffee pot going and every like so i remember that i don't know if it's like just like good memory like like stuff from when i was younger but uh i just like got hooked on that so i just i've been drinking black coffee since i was like since i was like 14 or something so i just like i I, i'll drink like four or five cups of coffee a day like i drink a lot of coffee cool so there's a lot of coffee references because i drink a lot of coffee like (laughs) (laughs) oh shit sorry i'm 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 on the move right now i'm trying to get uh, my phone charger real quick from the other room. Uh-oh. No, it's good. I, I, uh, I had like 4% left, so I was like, I better just do this now. This looks like a, cool. like a horror movie. I'll be honest with you. Like, <laughs> you're trying to get away from somebody, it looks like, I swear. And you, you can see me, right? But yeah. I can't see you? Yeah, I can see you. I, I see like I the like top of your like head. like a prank, like <laughs> you're just going to you're just gonna like post a video of me looking like an idiot. No, I'm not recording it. <laughs> it might be recording, but uh-huh. I never do anything with that. So. Yeah, sure you don't. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, where are we at? Um, are we doing the whole thing? Yeah, let's do the whole thing. We're almost done, dude. All right, cool. We're almost there. Um. Uh, this is actually probably going longer than the album. So, uh, how about no good? <laughs> no good's next, <laughs> dude. I love it. That's what I love about this album. It's like it's one of those. Yeah, you gotta listen to it twice, man. Every time. I think we, yeah, I think we have that that like kind of like vibe, and keeping it, you know, a minimum of twenty minutes kind of makes it so that people just flip it over and over again. Well, which is cool for a twelve inch. Um, it's kind of nice for like the the drive to work for me too, because I can put an album on like this, you know, and just listen to my oh right earbuds yeah. and be like I am at work and I'm on the last song, so we're good. That's funny. I I used to do that with um. I didn't. I never really put this together, but I used to do that on the bus with Ramones. It's alive. Okay. And I would listen to one <laughs> one half of it on the way to school, and then the other half on the way home. And that was like my, like I would do it every day. Cool. So that's like I don't know. Is that weird? I never put that together until you just mentioned it. That like maybe that's where it comes from. It's like just like, you know, travel music, something like that. Yeah, and I've got I've got some ADD issues too, where it's just like. I can't listen to long albums, long songs. You know, if it's over three minutes, it's just hard for me. Dude, you're you're telling me, man. I can't. I can't even. <laughs> yeah, I'm that's like what, the the sooner it's done, the better. Yeah, <laughs> that's why I've always liked like just like little stops in songs. Just stop and then start back up because I'm always like, it's over. Wait, it's not over. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I'm, I'm, I kind of wish it was sometimes, but it's not. So it's it's cool. There was a break. You yeah, know? at least um, it's dynamic. Yeah. Yeah, but no good. No good. What's no good about? Um, I think no good is about, um, it's kind of funny, like, uh, um, it's about, uh, like, the where we lived at the time. Because uh, we, we all live in West Philadelphia, and okay. that was, like, kind of, like, when we were, like, all living and working there. And um, there was this period, they're actually, like, the, the, like, coffee's free wherever you go, like, that more coffee talk or whatever, but um, <laughs> that, like, uh, there was this period where, like, basically, like, I think I had quit the job that I 
had talked about earlier. And I had started working at this coffee shop, which Amy managed. Um, and it was kind of the place where like most of our, a lot of our friends worked. It was like the punk coffee shop because it was easy to work there. You made decent money, you know, it sucked. Um, but like it was it was work, you know, and then it was really easy for tour. So we would like we would be able to like just fuck off for like two and a half weeks or whatever. And like it would be fine. But there was this period where like every single person I knew who like worked at every coffee shop like in the neighborhood was all like a punk person that I that I could just like walk around the neighborhood and I'd been there so long that I used to just like go on like on like just like a crawl and I'd basically just be like, Alright, well I can go here, I'll get a fucking bagel and a coffee for free from so and so and then I'm gonna walk down the street, I'll go get a soda because I know this person and then I'll walk <laughs> to my work and I'll walk behind the counter, I'll make a sandwich, something like that. And I'll walk down the street, I'll go get an espresso because this person so and so is working here and like and it would just be like the whole neighborhood and it was just kind of this grip of like we um like getting like it was cool at a certain point because all of that's changed now like now i'm i mean that was when i was i mean before i was i guess well yeah i guess i was like 27 or 28 and i'm 33 now and like all of the the neighborhood has kind of changed and and like it used to be that I that it was like I could walk around and go see anyone and like have to um, have to like and just like have a chill time or whatever. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of what the song's about. It's like like um, like talking about like the neighborhood changing and like how that that kind of like community aspect of it was like going away and that it was just kind of like new faces that I don't really know and and like watching like that stuff sort of like fade away of like kind of the golden years of like our friends and like friendships and stuff like kind of fade stuff yeah, like that so that's yeah. where like some of the later parts of the song comes from the later part the the latter 15 seconds of the song uh, <laughs> uh but yeah that's like where that's like kind of what it's about like it's about like living in west philly and you know working shit jobs and like uh giving free stuff to your friends and then yeah, like yeah. seeing that change you know and like losing the hookup and then being like oh fuck like <laughs> We're all kind of like growing up. Like I can't like go and like do this anymore. You know, um, yeah. It's it's a uh, that shit never goes away though. It sucks because the the feeling like I'll, I'll go to places that I used to go to twenty years ago and be like, damn, I remember when so and so worked here and I'd get free pizza or whatever. You know, it's like I I miss those yeah. days and it's just like and now it just seems like you, I know it still happens, but it's like it doesn't yeah. seem like it does. You know, because it's not happening yeah. to me, so it must not happen I to think- anybody. <laughs> I think there's a positive part about it that I also like think a lot about now that um, I because now I have friends that own some of those businesses and oh, like okay. run them and stuff and like and it's like uh, it's nice not to be that person because on the one hand it means that I'm also like I'm doing well enough that I don't need to fart I don't need to like barter free food like anymore you know <laughs> yeah, I'm like yeah, yeah. I'm doing okay I can buy my own groceries and I can like you know I'm like I'm not like in need of the hookup to like have breakfast, you know, like that's like, uh, which is at that time period, I definitely was, you know, it was definitely like, well, like I don't, you know, I don't make enough money to like go to the grocery store. So I got to go to the coffee shop and make, and make a bagel and then I can walk away and do whatever I want. And then, and then like I'll work tomorrow and I'll be okay, you know, but so that's, there's a part of that that is nice, like that I've like come to like in adulthood, 
I'm like starting to see like, oh, it is it is nice that I can go to this place and just like tip this person who's a barista, you know, who's like, <laughs> and just like be nice. Like, I, I think that's another thing too, after like dealing with so many shitty customers, like in that uh, world or whatever. And like, it's nice to go in and be like, yeah, I'll just give you five dollars for giving me a coffee. I don't care. Like here, here you go. Like it's nice to see. You. Oh <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it's like it's like yes, you know, yes, I will do that. Like it's totally fine. You know. Yeah, I think working um, those uh, working those shit jobs, you know, for so long, and just being treated like shit by customers, just makes you a better person. I think. I think it makes you treat people oh, yeah, better. Absolutely. I'm certainly like yeah. that now. It's like I know to tip. You know what I mean? I know just to be nice. Somebody might just be yeah. having a bad fucking day. You gotta just you know. Just deal with Sometimes it. you just gotta say nothing and get out of it. And it's yeah, like, yeah, okay, exactly. Cool. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's good. Because I go this into places. Used on me. I got it. I go into like, some places and it's like, oh, come on, you know, like I could do this, you know, hurry up, you know. But you never say that, you know. You just sort of, yeah, yeah. You deal with it and be like, someone's having yeah. a shitty day. That's what you I laugh. Was. You laugh about it, you know. It's like, yeah. oh man, this place sucks. Like I would not want to work here. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm so yeah, glad I think I, that, I, think I put myself in that, and I'm just like, oh man, this this looks like it's fucking terrible. I'm just gonna, <laughs> just gonna walk away. Yeah, yeah. All right. How about don't wanna? obvious i guess yeah i feel like that's kind of what yeah yeah i i think it was like i think that was another one where it was just like can we actually like get away with writing this song like about just not wanting to you know like i don't want (laughs) to i always i always thought it's like you know every ramones album has the i want to go i want to do this i don't want to do this and i always felt like these guys just had to have one they don't it's just don't want to just period they just don't want to do anything <laughs> that's what it is i don't want to do it yeah i don't want it we were like can we get away with this you know i i part of it was also i think the the riff is kind of like uh it's like uh uh i was listening to the boys a lot and okay. it's kind of like a similar like that kind of like tone and uh and the the no 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 is like the it's like the uh like that first time like oh 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 yeah, like okay. that yeah, yeah. Like and that's like kind of where it, where it came from, and then I was just like worked around that. So um, we've been playing that one more often. It's actually kind of fun to to play that one. Cool. It's cool. I, I gotta yeah. see you guys, man. I, I should have went to Chicago. 
No, I've never seen you. Oh yeah, I guess we. Well, we've never been out that far. I guess maybe hopefully. I mean, hopefully, we like playing the Midwest. We haven't done like a proper Midwest thing in forever. You, you should go. And to there's the... a bunch of. We were we were supposed to go to Minneapolis on the last tour that before COVID, but um, but uh, look, we had a show. We had a great show booked and everything, but then COVID happened, so we it yeah. didn't happen. But, um, but maybe soon. I guess. Yeah, I'm a, I'm I mean, like we're just, two we're, hours from Minneapolis, so right, yeah. right in between Minneapolis yeah. and Madison. So, oh, cool. Yeah, it's a nice. might be a good might be a good stop for you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Don't wanna. It's a cool one, man. Yeah, I don't want to. How about uh, <laughs> hate this song? Is this what was this? <laughs> I can't remember. Was this about? This a is another band? one that we that we don't play. It might have been. I'm trying to remember which band it was. <laughs> Don't be shy, man. I honestly can't remember. I wish I could. Uh, I'm trying to remember like what set me off to like. It was kind of like about sort of like some of that stuff of like just like not being able to feel like like not being able to like. I I think we get this rap sometimes too because we're like we also like really love being invested in shit. And there's a lot of stuff that like hype that gets hype that we're not that excited about. You know that we just we're just like I don't really fucking get why. Uh, why anyone likes this, you know? And I think that's where it came from. It was just like, I don't give a fuck about this thing. Like, I don't, I don't, Okay. I hate this. I hate the band's playing it. I hate the record. I hate who put it out. You know, I don't, I don't ask me because I don't, you don't, you don't want to hear, you know, like just kind of like fully fuck off like in that. And then, yeah, I don't know. It was like, just like a frustrated, it's actually just like a frustrated type of like, just like that type of thing of like us, like kind of like, just just like forget what it honestly I, I wish i could remember what it was that that set me off to, that people like this <laughs> that, that i would write this but yeah i don't I mean, it was so long ago i don't remember but uh but it is definitely about something where i was like man this sucks i hate this like i don't want i don't you know but it's like not feeling like you can i don't know there's there's one i think there's a difference between like actively like talking shit and being mean and then talking shit because you just like it, it's constructive because you're just like yo i don't i don't like this it doesn't yeah. you know it doesn't it doesn't speak to me you don't always have to like everything that everyone puts. i think that's the thing is that people are people like stuff because it's new before they even listen to it you know oh it's yeah like, dude it's just new like you should actually listen to it i don't really like it you know or you like it only because of the people that put it out or something or like whatever and yeah, there's a there's a band out. There's a newer band now. I don't know how new they are, but I finally, they've been on tour and everyone's just been gaga over them. And I finally checked them out just because I hadn't. I'm like, what? Where'd these guys come from? What's what is the fuss? And I listened. I'm like, this is the most bland shit I've ever heard. You know, I'm like, what how? band? Uh, Name names. The Chats. Oh, that band sucks. Dude, I was like, I don't get dude, it. I mean, that, like, Smoko song is fine. They're, dude, they're like total fucking fake punks. They're like not <laughs> that good. I just, I was like, I just didn't get it. I'm like, I don't understand what everyone's, like, Mean Jeans are playing with them. Like, Mean Jeans are way better than this band, you know, for me. Yeah. I just didn't. I mean, if, I if I'm talking shit, you know, Mean Jeans did write a whole, did write a whole record of, like, commercial jingles. So, you yeah. know, they can, <laughs> they'll fit in fine with the chats. Yeah. <laughs> 
obviously like if the yeah, yeah. Gene's hear this guys you know we played together but like they're not you know. listening <laughs> they're not listening no i just never understood it i mean i'm not trying to talk shit but it's like i know they're a big deal but it's like how did they get big i just don't i just don't hear it you know dude i don't know because it's like i feel like people's perception of that that happens a lot too in a world like we talk a lot about like people's perception and the reality of like what a big band is are so separate these days especially because of the internet and because of like mm -hmm. how people look at like what is popular right so you could like look at some band that has like thousands of like youtube views or like spotify streams and they'll play to the same amount of people like that like some other band would and like a band like the chats i think is like probably they're above that they're like playing like pretty big spots and i think yeah, they've they been are. like up there for a minute you know but it's like there is a there are a lot of bands i think that people like just because they have this like the correct appearance people just like assume that they're like a big deal and it's just like those bands are only playing to like fucking 90 people a night the same as like any other band you know yeah. and it's like yeah you know they're just fine you know and it's like i think people like it's it's weird like i i often talk about like put do they put asses in seats you know what i'm saying like it's like are you know are, are they really bringing people that many is the hype worth it you know i feel like a good example recently of that is um actually uh you know that band the chisel from the uk um uh the old band kind of like an oi punk band but yeah. they're like kind of like crossover they have this record called retaliation and i came out and i was like you know the hype is there and their friends like friends of ours are in the band and i was like we'll see how it goes and then they came here they did like a diy tour our friend booked it and we played two shows with them i saw them three times and they were phenomenal like hmm. they were so good so nice like every people fucking packed out to see them and it was nuts like and it felt so good and was like cool. really awesome to see and that was like a thing where i was like the record didn't really move me as much um and then after seeing it i was like damn you know what i was like it fucking holds up it is good like it does <laughs> cool. do the thing that it says that it would and that's like that felt really good because it was like you know they you know they they proved their worth not that people have to like prove themselves or whatever but like they did they came and did the damn thing you know and it was great and uh yeah i think you know i don't think the chats are really doing that <laughs> i just i just didn't get it man i just i just i don't understand yeah. the hype sometimes yeah it just seems like a joke to me i don't know i kind of yeah i agree How about yeah. little thing little if, thing hey if you ever remember the, the the band that you were singing about and hate this song gotta text me let me know i'm curious i'll, def I'll definitely <laughs> let you know if i ever remember i can't i'm racking my brain and i'm like i don't even remember what it was what's the worst band um, you ever i mean was there ever a band that i mean and i don't need names but it was there oh a, i'm gonna get in trouble I if have, i start down that road dude i <laughs> i saw a show here once and i don't even remember it was like one of the first festivals it was like started at two o'clock and one of the early bands was from Minneapolis. I honestly can't exactly remember their name, but nobody, hardly, there was like 50 people at this club, two o'clock in the afternoon, and nobody cared. And this band lost their fucking minds. Like they started throwing drumsticks at kids and just, just being dicks, you know? <laughs> they got escorted <laughs> out of the club. And I was like, Whoa. and they weren't any good, but it was like, this band was so bad and they were so pissed because nobody dug them. That they just went into Damn. total asshole mode, and I'll never forget it. You know, they they definitely That's left the crazy. <laughs> but I'm sort of like, from an objective, an objective position, I'm like, if they were being like total baby, I'm like, that sounds kind of cool. Like, you know, <laughs> like not. 
Like if they if they like ripped or something, and that would be cool. Nah, if it was like H one hundreds or something, I'd be like, that's awesome. But like, <laughs> no, I couldn't believe um, they were throwing drumsticks at kids that were just like standing there, just whipping them at them. Like, holy shit! <laughs> like this is <laughs> like, is this every gig for them? You know? Yeah, maybe it is. Maybe. It'd be cool. I gotta remember the name of that band. I've seen a lot of bad <laughs> bands. I also work in a music venue, so it's oh, hard. Oh gosh, to, I can't even. Yeah. You know. So I, I, I mean, we run a, we run like a bar that does punk shows, and then <laughs> I also work in a music venue. So I, you know, uh, yeah, I'll get. I got. I mean, I got a running list. Those who, those who know me, know know my list. But I, and what's more I'm surprising? Gonna, like, I mean, I'm not gonna go on record. Yeah, I, I hear you. But like, say, uh, say this Thursday night, there's a show. Are you more surprised at seeing the shittiest band you've ever seen, or seeing a really great band? Actually, more rare. A great band. I feel like I feel like honestly, I like I see more bands that suck than I yeah. do great bands. <laughs> I so hear when, you, man. So when I do see a band, I'm especially like post pandemic. I feel like, um, like because like you know, in spite of like, I mean, our calendar like the, the stuff that we do is very busy, and I I do see a lot of shows, and I um, feel very fortunate for that. But also, it's like, um, uh when I do see a show with a band that actually is like really good, it feels like almost like double good these days. Cause I'm just like, fuck like <laughs> on top of the fact that like, that like the whole world sucks and I like might not be able to like probably even do this like that much longer or whatever. It's like, <laughs> it's like, Oh man, thank God this band is good. You know, like thank God yeah. this band is so fucking good. <laughs> it makes it, which worth is, it, it yeah. feels really, it feels really awesome. I feel like I, that's a similar thing happened with that chisel thing where I was like, fuck, God damn it. You know, like this is really good. You know, where I was like, <laughs> I am having fun. Like this is great. You know? Um, so I do like, I'm booking a, a like a festival in June. Um, it's coming up in a couple weeks. It's called, uh, something to talk about. And it's just like a hardcore festival. Okay. Um, and uh, it's a lot of like current punk bands. So it's just like three days, and it's like basically all bands that I, I just like have that vibe with, where I'm just like, oh, I really like these bands, you know. And I'm just like trying to do a thing like that. That's just like a proper festival here that in Philadelphia really hasn't happened like in a long time. Like there have been other other um, other festivals that have happened, but it's kind of like just like here and there, and like. Um, just a little bit like not fully organized in a way that like this one is i guess and so it's, it's a little different it's like a little bit more in line with like what's actually happening currently and um so i'm excited to do that because I'm, cool. I'm hoping that it'll just be all good sets you know book a bunch of good bands should hopefully be a good time i think yeah but, hopefully you know maybe maybe the first band's gonna freak out and start throwing drumsticks at somebody <laughs> i don't know it might be <laughs> yeah um yeah. Right. Uh, All right little, almost there. Little thing. Just about done. Little thing. Little thing's kind of like similar in that like uh, hate this song vibe. It's like kind of about this like insecure kind of like um, I always think about like this the like where I came from like when I think about this song it's like kind of about like coming from being like a punk kid from like the suburbs because I grew up in I grew up in uh, Delaware County um, which is like about 15 miles from like where I live now okay um like in the city um so it's like it's just a, a just across the city line and it's like uh i think about being like this like kind of young like timid like insecure kid and like sort of like writing these songs about like just like people from my past or people that like maybe people from my uh 
uh, like family relationships or something like that. And like, I think it kind of came up when just when I was like feeling like when we went to, we went to Europe before this record came out. Um, and I think that's where some of the words came from, where I was just kind of like amazed, like, holy fuck, this, this, this stupid, like my stupid, like Ramones band is like in fucking like in Vienna right now, you know? And yeah. like feeling like, shit like you know i'm from i'm just from like fucking marcus hook i'm some like stupid little kid that like kind of figured this out to the point where like we become a band or whatever and it's kind of like just sort of like a little like like a like kind of a fuck you without saying fuck you you know it's just like yeah. <laughs> like just like you know no matter what like to them to to the other or whatever i'm i'm a little thing you know i'm just like this stupid thing or whatever but like it's just you know it's about it's kind of where it comes from you know it's like cool it's like about about like trying to break out of that like insecurity or like stuff that like i would feel depressed about and like even like just like shit that i could take home to be like yeah i, I do this thing this is my life like i, I like doing this you know? I know oh i hear you dude yeah, yeah yeah that's cool you guys toured over there you guys got more plans to do yeah. that kind of thing we uh we did like three weeks in Europe in like twenty sixteen seventeen nice um and then um we've been to the UK three times I think okay um I love touring the UK um we've only done Europe once um just because it's 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 big and you have to like really like to really properly do it you have to like go for a long time which is kind of hard for us yeah. yeah. Um, but uh, I'd like to go back. I've been talking to a lot of people from there, like reconnecting, especially during the pandemic, with, like chatting with people yeah. um, on the internet. So I'm hoping that we can like go back and uh, and like um, tour there again because um, we haven't been since like the first record. Uh, uh, so have you heard of uh, a- punk rock Reduno? That's what in- is that punk rock? What Reduno? It's in Bergamo, Italy. No. Dude, that's a uh, it's like the greatest fucking pop punk festival. Like it's Oh, a, yes, I think I have I have heard about this. Yeah. Yeah, and the guys that do it, it's actually uh Franz and uh Andrea. Andrea plays in Mangies. Oh, cool. It's their festival yeah. and it's just unbelievable who they get and you know, it's just for fun. You know, they literally just yeah. they're not you know, it's not a corporate Dude, I've been Mangies have been Mangies have been coming up recently. We we played with this band uh Norcos Yuchada. Yeah, yeah. Um yeah, Dougie, who, Dougie's uh, band, yeah. Yes, Dougie. Yeah. So Dougie, yeah. So like Dougie, I was talking with Dougie about um they're they're supposedly going to do like I think maybe with his other band, they're supposed to do like a West Coast thing or something. And I was like, "Dude, what the fuck?" I was like, "I didn't even know they were still touring. Like you could get them to come to the East Coast. Like I'll we'll hook it up, you know, we'll make it happen." That's like another one of those like things where it's like that's something that like Dark Thoughts would fit perfectly with but like we're in kind of this different world where it's just like no we love mangies like it's great you know like uh we'd be stoked about it. but yeah. uh definitely both bands it's... have this love for the ramones and they both you know took the best of the ramones and you know added just enough to yeah, make it yeah, special that's, you know that's the thing yeah it's yeah. like i feel like the only time we went we actually had like a really rough time because the only we went to like northern italy and i think there were a few people that drove up for the show um from like milan hmm. um because we played this like small town we just had a terrible time at the one show we played in italy which was such a bummer because we were like god damn it like ninjas are from here there's, i know <laughs> there's a big pop punk scene here there and is. we just got booked on a bad we just got booked on a bad show but yeah 
Dude, all those. I, yeah. I got. I got. I fucking want to go there. I'll just move there. You know. I feel like. <laughs> I feel like I'd. Ha- I'd love it. You know. Everybody there. You gotta that start I know drinking is, coffee if you go out is, there, though. Are they drink coffee? They have pizza, though. <laughs> yeah, coffee's great, man. So more pizza, and I'd have to drink coffee. That's a good trade, yeah. I guess. It's not too bad. <laughs> so, um, yeah. last song, dude. Yeah. Owing money. Owing money. Take a guess what this one's about. Yeah, I know. It's like my <laughs> life, dude. It's the same thing. It's like debt, like college debt, and just like, and it's about not wanting to. Like shortly after, so like shortly after this record came out, we it came out in like a weird. Actually, I feel like I could kind of end on this too. It's like a weird thing. Like before this record came out, we we had this like weird, um, uh, weird thing where like Fat was interested in putting this record out. I heard about that. Um, and um, we like submitted it. And it was like a back and forth kind of thing. Um, and we, it was weird because we had to tell like Jeff who put the record out and also Julian from Drunken Sailor who put it out in the UK that we were going to do this fat wreck thing. <laughs> and they, the record was basically done. And um, we like, we were like kind of doing because we were like, we had done a couple of these tours and we were just like, we were low on money and we were like, maybe this could work out and we could like, kind of do the more professional thing and you know we'll like make this shit work and then you know it'll just be easier or whatever and so we submitted the record and then 
I mean, long story short, we like we sent it to them. We got an email back that was like, we love it. Like we had a meeting. It's so cool. And then uh, they were like, Fat Mike has to hear it. And then uh, you'll be good to go. And we we're like, OK, I guess we're like going to do this thing. And then like a month went by and it just like held up the record for like a really long time. And I was like emailing like, hey, what's up? Like, are we good to go? Like, I got to yeah. kind of start sorting stuff out for this record or whatever. Like, oh, sorry. Like, he's really busy. Like, he's doing fucking uh, punk and drum, like the musical or whatever. I don't know what the <laughs> fuck was going on. But, uh, and then, like, basically, like, there was this, it was like a month and a half went by. And then uh, I was like sick in bed. I had like the flu. And I got this email. My phone went off. And I looked up and it was like uh, the person for Fat. And they were like, yeah, so like he listened to it and like he's just not that into it, so we're gonna pass. And so it was just like a waste of time. So on top of like wasting our time, they made us hold up production on a record that we could have already had pressed. Like everything was done, yeah. artwork was done. And we had to tell our friends that who are our people that like they couldn't do the record and we then had to go back to them <laughs> Shit. like hat in hand and be like and be like, guys, we're so fucking sorry. And, you know, good on them. Like, Jeff and Julian were just like, oh, yeah, absolutely. No problem. It's fucking stupid. Like, we're stoked to do the record. And that was it. And then we just did it. And, um, like, we kind of, like, after that, this was, like, the last time that we, like, um, like, that coffee shop that we were working at at the same time was, like, kind of at its end. And we were like, we really can't fucking do this anymore. And, like, we need to just, like, we had tours going on and we had stuff happening. We we're just like, we can't be like working for this fucking coffee shop anymore. We need to like have a better, like a life step. And all of us kind of, we like quit our jobs for like, a, for like three or like six months or something like that. And that was, this was like all we did. And we just like, I remember like doing a record or after the record had come out, like we played this gig like shortly after the fat wreck thing happened. I remember Amy played so furiously. She was so mad. And like, just destroyed. Like we we played this show with our friends, and we just like, people were like, "Whoa, what's up with you guys?" And we we're just like, we were so mad because we were just like, we we're just like, like playing with like with a fucking vengeance, you know? Because we we're just like, fucking show those motherfuckers, like you know, like that type of shit. <laughs> and that's kind of what, like, weirdly enough, this song like kind of ended up being like. It's kind of funny. We don't actually play. We don't play a lot of songs of this record, which is funny, but like it kind of is like about like just like not wanting to do like we're just not going to be that that bandit we're not going to be this coffee shop thing anymore we're going to go fucking do this and Try we'll do it yeah. for ourselves or whatever we'll see what happens you know but but that's like yeah that's kind of like what like happened with that stuff we ended up like doing it was really cool because then like it kind of i've talked about this before but the fat thing kind of like lit a fire under our ass where we were just like oh like we did a bunch of fucking cool shit that year where we just like we went all over the place and like tore our asses off and like had a really good time and um and it's kind of like similar like i feel like we're kind of at a similar point right now too we're coming out of this tour we're just like kind of in a weird spot and we're gonna just like start doing things on our own again and like cool really just focusing on the like like doing the stuff that we care about because it's fun and like um and it's it's nice it feels good because it's like we can just go and like we kind of have our own control of just like do we want to do this yes and then we just do it you know it's like we don't have to 
there isn't as much like back and forth or anything that is is a good thing i think yeah yeah well fat so, fat yeah. fucked up man fat totally blew it <laughs> you know i had heard that i forgot and i i don't know i kind of i kind of feel better off i feel like i i think about it now and i'm like Oh, if it yeah. had come out on fat, it probably wouldn't have. It might have. It, we might have. It might have ruined us. You know, <laughs> like I think we might have hated it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't. I'm not a big. I was never a big Fat Records guy. I mean, I like some of the bands. You know, Chicks Dig It and shit like that. But I've never really gotten into the whole Fat Rec sound. Like no effects. I've just never really been a huge fan. Right. So for me, I. Yeah. You know, I'm gonna buy the record regardless. To, so. <laughs> to, <laughs> you know? to their to their credit, I think it it wouldn't have made any fucking sense for the record to be on there. So it's like. I kind of get it. Like, if anything, like he probably heard it and was like, "This doesn't sound like anything." I'm fat. Like, we probably shouldn't put it out, which is yeah. probably a good idea. Because we, because honestly, it would have came down to it that we probably would have been a pain in the ass and would have been like, "We hate this. <laughs> we don't want to do this anymore." Yeah. How do we get out of here? Yeah. You know, like that probably would have happened. Um, so you know, it's just it just is what it is. Um, it's kind of cool. It's like lit a fire under our ass to where we yeah, just yeah. like dark dots is just like. It really is that like core group of people, and then like mostly it's just the three of us. I'm like, yeah, I mean, I'm sitting in my office and like I have mail order order to do, and <laughs> I have, I... like you know I have the same shit. It's like when people email us about gigs, it's just me. It's my email, so it's like not it's not that crazy. Yeah, um, yeah. and that's cool. You know, I don't know. It's cool that like like it's sick that like you would feel like uh excited to like talk to me about it that's crazy like it's nervous. fucking insane like, Dude, i get i get nervous yeah. about this stuff because it's like i just i don't know like like this is what i like, do why I are you nervous what are you nervous about well, like, not, what are you, like, I, I get weird like i'm not nervous to like talk to you i always get like super nervous about you know because we had had plans to do this before so i'm once in a while it's like oh, ah, right, right. something's gonna happen you know like I'm going to fuck this up and have to call off again yeah. or some bullshit like that. So I'm always like a little like that. But then even when it is, it's like, I don't know. I just look forward to it. You know, it's like, cause I don't go to a lot of shows. So it's like, I'm talking to you now. It's like, that's like my fun, you know? And Oh, right. Yeah. Know, not nervous, like your... but it's just like, fuck, I just want to do this, you know? And I just enjoy yeah. this. I like talking to people. And like I said, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a big fan. And you guys have just, I don't know. You guys just have this great, fucking there's something about dark thoughts you know there's like a lot of mystery you know like there's no social media presence which is awesome by the way you know we no do way. i mean we do we do have an instagram it's kind of a joke though but it's 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 just amy it's just amy's instagram yeah i mean you guys aren't that, overly that promoting, all started like, i think on tour as a joke in, in europe when we changed our name to dark thoughts usa punk official because we <laughs> thought it was because we thought it was funny because there was just uh, it was there was this flyer that we have. So I have it in here somewhere, and it's like it just said like Dark Thoughts in the logo like a bunch of times, and it just said Punk USA, and we always <laughs> we just kept saying Dark Thoughts Punk USA like over and over again. We were like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's cool. That's cool. No, I've just uh, I've just been a big fan, and uh, I've never heard anything from you. I don't I didn't know anything about you, so really wanted to have you on. I'm glad we finally made it happen, dude. Yeah, I'm glad this happened. This was really nice, man. Thank you for having me. Like, I'll let you go, but anytime you want to come back, you know, and, and debut some new Dark Thoughts songs, you know, you're more than welcome to. Just give me a text, man. Cheers. Hell yeah. All right. Next episode should be cool. I got new music from the Yodis, so stay tuned for that. Jim, once again, thanks for hanging out. Let's do it again. Cool. Sounds good. Until the next episode, stay safe, stay cool, and we'll see you later. All right. Later. It's so easy to be lonely. It's so hard to be loved. It's so easy 
to be lonely It's so hard to be loved I think it must be nice